Hey, what's going on, podcast? Welcome to the show. If this is your first time here, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Uh, make sure to click the subscribe button in the corner on whichever platform you listen to your podcast so that you can get a notification every time a episode is updated so that you could take in some of this great information from our guests week to week so that you could ponder the questions on how can we achieve or take little pieces of our highest potential and integrate them into our regular day-to-day. Anyway, today's episode features CEO of the Kinesiology Institute for Performance Specialists, Tyler Valencia. And actually, this was an episode we recorded for the KIPPS online podcast. So Tyler takes it away and basically interviews me on how I used all the social media platforms that I use today to grow a business and open up opportunities during a career shift. It was a fun conversation to kind of go into detail on how the podcast and the Instagram and Facebook and networking has created a plethora of opportunities for my personal life and definitely for Tyler's life as well as his business, Kinesiology Institute for Performance Specialists, is a 100% uh, online-based certification program. That's not true because he also does live workshops as well. So he's inspired me to go in that direction and develop an online certification system. And I hope that I've inspired him in ways to develop his podcast and sharing his truth and his own voice when it comes to uh, training and his methods when it comes to entrepreneurship. This is the beauty of podcasting. We connect, we uh, share information, we talk about common Uh, aspects of our journeys and share it with the rest of you so that it hopefully ignites a fire to uh, anyone listening so that they can go in their own direction and provide value to the world in their own respective way. That's basically what this podcast is about in a nutshell. So enjoy the show. Check out Tyler on Instagram at Tyler underscore Kips online and make sure to check out Kips Instagram and that is kips underscore online and that's the kinesiology institute for performance specialists and i'm done rambling enjoy the show people with being a fitness professional we often talk about knowing your education is one thing but being able to apply it is another thing the same thing goes with business fundamentals danny you have a very unique brand in terms of how you are growing your popularity on social media profiles different landing Uh, pages and even different websites. Did you do any research on what was popular or even how to make them? Did I do any research? Now, like the research that I do is not like, oh, I'm going to research branding or anything. It's uh, I try to get in tune with what I'm attracted to and what I like. So, um, you know, I just try to follow influencers that, um, I'm, you know, that catch my eye that I, you know, I like the way they move and then, you know, I'll go deeper. I'll, I'll take a look at, you know, what is their logo or what's this type of thing that they're promoting. And, you know, I, uh, I like to connect with people and, and see what they're about and see what type of, um, you know, what's their internal state, uh, like, mm-hmm. and then does their, their logo and their branding and their font or their video, or the, the production of their, their content, does it match that? You know, then mm-hmm. I can, you know, tell who's real and who's not real. And I typically tend to gravitate towards those real people, you know, like yourself, Tyler, who's doing Thank a ton you. of great stuff for sure. But yeah, man, I didn't do a ton of, I, didn't, I mean, I don't do a ton of research. I just, uh, I naturally like 
watching people's content because I'm learning. You know what I'm saying? And uh, over time, and it has been a lot of time where it's kind of, um, you know, I've kind of processed this information. And then, you know, through trial and error, I kind of developed my own brand and yeah. what I like to talk about and uh, the, the, the kind of information I'm trying to put out there and add value to people. So, you know, that kind of stuff just kind of happened over time. And um, I didn't necessarily set out to be like, oh, I want to do this, this and this. But, you know, the longer you're in the game, whether you're doing podcasting, Instagramming or, um, you know, just putting YouTube videos up on how to do a kettlebell swing or, Mm -hmm. you know, Mace 360s or whatever it is, I guess, you know, just finding um, what style that resonates with you. So when you're doing the work, which is a lot of work and you know how much work it is to film and to edit and to break down stuff like I just want it to be as natural as possible. And uh, that's, that's kind of how I think about branding when I, you know, when it comes to my personal branding and changing things, I just, uh, like I said, I, I see what, what really like hits home with me. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. And I think you brought up a good point about social media in general and how people process information these days, depending upon what generation or even how you were brought up, you might look at social media a different way. The way that you use it is in order to learn you want to see what you like what you don't like and potentially what you can mimic in order to make your own brand better i think that that's a really important point to kind of hammer on because sometimes we see fitness professionals that they see you know people what you know not i'll say according to how they want to look or they are doing things that maybe they're jealous about and so they will make fun of social media yeah, but for sure. You're using social media in a way to grow your business, grow your brand, and essentially get more exposure, which everybody wants. Everybody wants that. Definitely. So- and, you know, like I'll go back to what you're saying there. You know, if someone calls you out, you know, that's the one thing that holds people back from posting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the fear of judgment of others. And yeah. I learned this from uh, Jordan Syed. I had him on the podcast. If you don't know who Jordan Syed is, he's a personal trainer that, uh, that trains Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary mm, V, the yeah. Gary V. And Gary V is uh, synonymous with everything social media, you know? So Jordan has learned tons of tidbits from Gary V. And I don't know if you follow Jordan's uh, Instagram, but people out there listening, follow at Jordan Syed. That kid is a wizard at coming up with content and putting it out there and it comes from his heart and his soul and it's good information and he doesn't give a fuck about what anyone thinks about him or his content. He just puts it out there. And those people that are gel- that talk about, you know, why is that guy posting this or that or this, like those people are just insecure with themselves internally mm-hmm. and uh, that reflects in their judgments and all that. So, you know, like as trainers, we're trying to provide a value to people and it's yeah. just so prevalent. Everyone's got their face in social media. And, and if used properly, if used with discipline, it can be a great source to connect people. It could be a great source to learn new information, put out quality information and keep that rhythm in flow, you know, uh, to eliminate ego as best as possible when it comes to all this shit, I think is the best because, you know, you, you don't have to think too much about it. You don't have to think about what other people might think. You know, typically, man, people like what they like. They'll take in that information and uh, hopefully they, they use it. But if not, typically people forget about stuff. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, I try not to think about it in terms of, uh, you know, what other people are thinking. That's just uh, I feel like it's wasted energy. 
Yeah, that's good. That's a good mindset to have when you're developing materials. For sure. And man. ultimately, it, all that matters is the customer, the customer, what they think. And, you know, they're the ones that are going to be investing in you and in, in your service. So we kind of jumped off um, to kind of go on the benefits, a little bit of benefits and even um, why you know we want to utilize social media. But, you know, today we really want to fo focus on developing quality personal training marketing material. That's one big takeaway that we want today is someone that's listening today. We want them to be able to go home, go to their office, go to their gym, whatever that might be, and walk away with a tidbit from today and how they can improve their social media presence, their marketing, and hopefully make more money training people or whatever the profession is inside the fitness industry. Absolutely. And I, and I think one of the biggest things uh, that people will watch on YouTube, they'll go on social media, they'll see things and be like, well, how, how did they make that? What are they using? Can you kind of go through your product, software, or anything that you use on a weekly basis that you think, wow, that has really helped me on a weekly basis, daily basis in order to grow my brand? Yeah, for sure. Uh, so 100% it's the iPhone, right? Uh, nice. Obviously, we use that for a lot of different things. Uh, but having that handy all the time to just get some video. And uh, I would say, Tyler, like being consistent about uh, putting time aside to record. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I would say that was maybe one of my biggest struggles. It was like finding time and balance between when am I going to record video and mm -hmm. when am I going to schedule workout time? When am I going to disconnect from the phone? Because, yeah. you know, we're in it a lot. And even though it's very valuable when it comes to work and marketing and getting video, like there are times where as humans, you know, we just want to disconnect. And that's part of my shtick too. It's, you know, taking away energy that goes into all that stuff and bringing it back to center. This way we can kind of recover and, and heal and uh, just, uh, bring all that energy back to us. Like I would say, but the iPhone for sure. And then like a tripod. Yeah. Uh, so just having that there and especially in the beginning, those were like my main two uh, things. And, you know, I, I try to find the best uh, spot with lighting and, and all that. And, and still, man, I would lie. I'm lying to you. If I'm, if I say that I got this down pat, I don't have this down pat. It's a <laughs> constant game of, of mm -hmm. figuring out the best angles. Um, the best way to capture a shot, whether it's vertical, horizontal, schedule time to, to have somebody in, in, come in and help you. And I would say like lately, I would say the last six months uh, where my production value has gotten better with videos is bringing somebody in who's a professional. Mm. And, uh, you know, that's how you really make the next jump is that you have somebody there that has an eye, a natural eye for lighting and uh, positioning and yeah. somebody that can, you know, and someone also too knows fitness. You know, my, my video guy is, you know, the best in the business at, at such a, a young stage in his career. I mean, the way that he can direct you and, and instruct you on, on what he sees and, and all that, like that, that's amazing at Jake fine. If anybody is interested, uh, uh, at Jake fine underscore, this kid, uh, you know, he's a smart, he's a really smart kid. So I would say like having somebody else in there and obviously that's a, uh, you know, that's higher level stuff that comes with a price. But, uh, you know, I, I think that, um, adding that extra piece, you know, makes things more attractive. Yeah. Um, but you know, that's all, it's not, that's a luxury. It's not all the time. So yeah. I would say mainly to get back to your original question, it's the iPhone. It's, uh, a space with good lighting. It's a tripod. I wouldn't overcomplicate it at all. It's just like somebody who wants to get started and do this, just be consistent and film every single day. And then, you know, you start on a Monday, 
you look through it on a Friday and then you have all this content and you can yeah. go back and, uh, you know, that's, that's when trial and error starts. You, you, you go through an editing program and, and I would say like splice is my, my main, uh, phone editing tool splice S P L I C E. And mm -hmm. uh, I've learned to edit videos very quickly on my phone. You can do voiceovers, you can add stock music, you can slow down the speed, you can speed it up. You know, I do a lot of, I, you know, I try a lot of different things. Um, and I go from there, man. I don't, I try not to think too much about it. You know, that's a good point. It's a very good point for listeners on the go, working in a gym, eight hours, 10 hours, whatever that might be. They most likely would think, I don't have the time for that, but you make the time for it. you schedule it out. And then after that, you know, you have things on your phone that make it convenient for you to do that, to make quality stuff. And I think sure. that that was one of the big things that myself, I'm a firm believer in quality um, marketing materials. And, you know, I'm someone that I have recommended in the past. People purchase a DSLR camera just because of the quality that you get from them. It's something that I use on a pretty regular basis. Yeah, you know, I actually, I have mine out on my desk right now just because I know I'm going to use it this week. I don't quite, looking at my schedule, I don't know really when but I know it's going to come in handy. And, but at the same time I have loaned it out to people, my own DSLR camera and that's, didn't know what to, that's they pretty didn't big. <laughs> I, I was trusting, them. but, uh, they had trouble utilizing it. They yeah. didn't know how to turn it on. They didn't. And uh, some people like me and you were like, what? They don't even turn it on. But at, at the same time, learning these things takes time, takes practice. Sure. Takes trial and error. Just how you're saying. So patience, Exactly. And also to another, and not to cut you off, but like capturing content for different platforms, like you can get a whole bunch of stuff and it could be good for an Instagram story or a Facebook story. Then you can get longer pieces of content for like an IG, um, what do they call that? IGTV, yep. you know, and then you can get something under 60 minutes or under 60 seconds for like an actual Instagram post. And then yep. you go back between photos and video and photo and video. And then you check to see what your, your followers actually like, and mm -hmm. then you can do more of that. But, you know, try a whole bunch of stuff, keep doing it, pay attention to what platforms, um, uh, you know, go with what kinds and what pieces of content, you know, Facebook, you can post a, a few things at one time and then know who your audience is too. Like, who are you trying to target? Like, that's also a big thing. Like if you go to Facebook, you have more of your family and friends mainly on, on your Facebook feed. But then when you go to an Instagram feed, you have way more people on there from all parts of the world. Yep. You know, maybe you encountered them differently from a different thing, whether it was via podcast or somebody else's video or, you know, whatever it, it was, maybe you met that person at one point, you know, you attract different people from different places and different times on different platforms, which, you know, uh, you know, you got to have different pieces of content for those different areas. So yeah. maybe when you're shooting, you may not know exactly what that shot is going to be beneficial for, but nonetheless, you have the content stored in your phone. Always go back to it later. I would just tell people get in the habit of having that phone at the very minimum, right? Like we can't stray away from the social media stuff as much as we want to talk down upon it, figure out a way to become disciplined, learn all the shit, and just do it every single day because your business will thrive from it. If you're consistent with it, man, I went from being a high school teacher for, for the last six years to just, you know, regularly posting on Instagram and all that. And guess what? Within three months, like I used my skills 
and my uh, experience over time to mm-hmm. recreate new streams of income when time, when, when, you know, I was in crunch time, like, you know, you got a mortgage to pay, you have people to feed, you know, you have goals that you want to attain. I, you know, uh, I needed this stuff and yeah. thank God I was doing it because now I'm, I mean, I'm benefiting from all of it for sure. Yeah. And that's exactly why I wanted to have you on this podcast today was one, it's the quality, but how you used it in order to make money. That's yeah. the big thing. Yeah. Some people will walk away maybe thinking, oh, I don't have time for that. Or they, they will think that you know, it's not to know. I, I used it in the past and it didn't work out for me. But you got to look at your own situation. What is it that you're trying to get out of it? But then also, what who are you trying to attract? Just how you pointed out the different platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn. Yeah. All of those have different users. They have different audiences and how you utilize them is going to be different. You're not going to go on LinkedIn and, you know, post, I'll say things that might be, you know, biased or they might be, right. um, they're professional. LinkedIn, right. you professional, uh, professional setting on Facebook. Just how you said, you're going to have your family, your friends on there. You know, in my opinion, Facebook is uh, unfortunately, we got become a little too pro- political for me. Um, but the, that's what, this is what's on there. But yeah. on Instagram, you're gonna just how you said you're gonna have a different audience on there. And the quality factor, I think that's the big thing. That's my always opinion. Whenever I'm helping somebody, or even when I'm look, working for Kips or Kettlebell Concepts, it's the quality. How sure. good of a video did that person take? Um, and I will admit, and this person might be listening right now, uh, when (laughs) this comes out, but I have honestly not used videos from workshops in the past year because I did not like, I didn't like the quality, you know, exactly how you said, how was it framed? How was someone holding the camera? If it's not going to look good when I'm editing it, I'm not going to use it. And I actually liked how you said, how you just keep this content on your phone and you come back to it because that's an issue that so many businesses will have is they won't have content to utilize. They'll be, oh, I'm searching for content. I'm searching for content. Well, like, what am I going to post? What am I going to post? But you utilize it a different way. You have a library almost. Yeah, you have a database. You know, another thing too, and I, I can get self-conscious while I'm filming and be like, God, this looks awful. You know, whatever negative thoughts are coming through my head or whatever feelings might be, uh, I might be internalizing in that moment in time while I'm filming. If you look at it later on, you look at it with a fresh lens, you know, maybe you're not as critical on yourself. Maybe you're, you know, you feel a little bit more upbeat about how you're looking as opposed to what you felt like 30, 30 minutes ago. It's interesting, man. The human psyche is effing amazing. And, uh, you know, I go through these ups and downs myself when I film. Same thing with the the podcast. When I listen to myself over while I'm editing it, I'm just like, shut the fuck up. What are you saying? <laughs> you know, but it, it, it takes practice. It takes time. It takes not being so critical of yourself, but just the right amount of criticism so that you can get 1% better every time. And, you know, the guys that and girls out there that are doing this from the heart, that shows. And yeah. people aren't going to care when you fuck up here or fuck up there. It's just like, it's whatever, man. It's a journey and you have to love the process. And, and social media is the same thing. And I will say another thing too, like people really get caught up with likes and followers and, and views and all this stuff. And, and, and it, it does, it does mean something, right? But at the same time, we shouldn't, uh, be constantly consuming our thought with, oh, this video only got 200 
200 views or mm -hmm. whatever, whatever it is, because that can consume a ton of energy and it could break your flow of consistency mm -hmm. and discourage you, you know, to, to those people and, and which I, I'm guilty of myself, you know, like I'll get, I'll get down on myself about views and I've been doing this for two, two and a half years, three years, and I'm still not where I want to be, but I got news. I got news for everybody. You'll never, you're never where you want, you're going to want to be. You know, there's always going to be more that you want to achieve and all this. And just like I said, man, trying to enjoy the moment as best as possible and just focus on what the task is, you know, maybe, maybe that's a plan on, I'm going to do uh, four body weight exercises. I'm just going to push play. I'm just going to push record and I'm going to go through all of them and then I'll edit it later. Boom. You got a minute, two minute video. Then you can hash through that later. Okay. Yeah. Think about it again. I want to do four little exercise uh, kettlebell exercises. And, uh, you know, I got a minute, two minutes of that, cut it up later. I would say like that kind of stuff is really, really beneficial. It's valuable when you're making posts like, Oh, here's these four exercises with a kettlebell. I can do this anywhere. While you do that for a year, people are going to be like, wow, this guy is extremely helpful. And, you know, you can do anything with a kettlebell and there's a lot of kettlebell, uh, enthusiasts out there a lot of mace enthusiasts out there a lot of animal flow and body weight enthusiasts out there and you can do those things anywhere so when you start making good content quality content when it comes to those things and those tools man you you could be you know you could become popular pretty quickly yeah and i think sometimes people get caught up in the short game they yeah. want that instant gratification yeah. of likes views but as you can probably speak to it's the long game you know you have to keep your mindset on the goal. And I know that I fall, fall victim of what uh, you said there with being caught up with the views or likes on certain videos. And what always I come back to is what is my goal? Is it to get likes? Is it to get views? Or is it to make people aware of the services of the company's sure. kit, kettlebell Just add value, that's, right? That's exactly. It. Add value. It's that's the goal. You want to continue that and get it out there. And that's where these platforms come in handy. You're letting the public know what you're offering and what they can get out of purchasing either your training, your education, whatever that might be. So consistently thinking, okay, what's my goal? Come back to it. Is it to get 50 likes or is it to get someone to sign up? I'm pretty sure everybody's going to say, I want somebody to sign up instead. Think about it, dude. If 50 people like your, your, your video, your photo, you just need one of them to sign up. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, that's it right there. And then it'll start to have a ripple effect one yeah. at a time. And, you know, it's like, uh, I, I would say like social media and your business is like a, a plant. You have to groom it. You have to water it. You have to take yeah. care of it. Like, I'm pretty sure I heard you mention many times that Kips is your baby. Yep. You know, you feed your baby, you put it to bed on time, you let it sleep, you let it rest. You, uh, you know, basically you, you take care of this, you groom it. Same thing with the social media and your brand and, little by little, man, it morphs. And if you have the courage to keep going and not get so down on yourself, you never know what could happen. You never True. know. And uh, I'm, I, I would say like, I'm just at the beginning. I'm at the beginning, baby, man. I'm really excited about what the future holds and this journey day, day after day, day by day. Uh, I would say like nine days out of 10 there, I'm having like ecstatic, really good, high energy, good information, good meditations, good downloadable type days, man. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just having fun with it. And whoever I could inspire along the way, man, I want to do, that's the name of the game, you know, that's good stuff. And with your posting, you know, whether you're going to post on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or, uh, you know, you might've started off local, correct. To 
get local followers, get local clients, but right now, or would you say you're more global with it? Well, I would say, I would, I would say like domestic, as far as my business, like mm -hmm. I have online clients, uh, like in a handful of different parts of the country. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say with the podcast, that's more global. Like I'm talking more people around the world, you know, Croatia, yeah. Dubai, uh, Valencia, Spain, uh, Canada, nice. um, just off the top of my head and then different parts of the, the United States. Um, but as far as like my business, that would, that would be more local. That would be more in the United States. Um, yeah, the online is, is, is picking up more and more. And I want that to be more of my main focus as I, you know, have a family and I want to have, uh, more freedom. You know, this idea of making a ton of money, uh, for work, working for a corporation or a job and everything and retiring, it sounds nice. And especially like, you know, guys like you and I, we grew up thinking we get this degree, we get a nice job, and then we retire. I, I don't look at being rich as having tons of money if you mm -hmm. don't have the free time and the flexibility to uh, enjoy it and mm -hmm. interact with the people and do the things that you want to do. I've, uh, I've noticed from personal experience that corporate America uh, it, it, li it limited me with my self-expression and my, my creativity. And, um, you know, I felt the negative repercussions of that. And I didn't feel that that was, uh, what was for my best interest to optimize for myself, mm -hmm. for my family. Uh, so now that I've done this, you know, I've been doing social media for the last two and a half, three years and building my business slowly. And now that I have this flexibility and freedom to adjust my own schedule and get new clients and all that stuff, like it's, it's extremely freeing. And it's, um, it's something that I'm glad that I've, I, I just, honestly, man, I felt the calling to do. It's not yeah. like I, uh, it's not like I um, was like, all right, I have to do this. I have to do this because of a certain reason. I just, you know, I felt that this was another avenue where I could uh, help reach people and use my skills that are innate in me and that in inspire and motivate people to, to be the best version of themselves. And, uh, you know, you can do that through social media. If you, like, if we, if we talked about, like we said before, you don't look at it with this negative mindset and yep. you look at it with, with discipline and you look at it from a bunch of different angles, it can really uh, provide you a ton of value in return. Okay. I, I, I can't stress enough how many uh, people want to get to that position. They want to get to that freedom or they're even looking for how do they get to there? They, yeah. wanna, they were like, I really think I have a great product. I think I have a great personality. How do I get to getting my message out there even more? They don't know those steps. Yeah. And I, I've written about it in, in blogs for Kips about make sure that you utilize social media, different tools that you can utilize to make things easier for you, whether it's creating content, uh, image content, video content. And yet there's still people that are like, ah, oh, you know, I, that's not for me. I'm too old for sure. it. Sure. And well, Gary Vee talks about it all the time. He's like, yeah. I give out every piece of information that I have and he goes still 1% of the people are going to do it. Yeah. And that's just the nature of the beast. And you can have all the information in the world, but if you have a, a fear in you, it's yeah. not going to be, it's not going to be something that you're going to go towards, or it's not going to be something that you're going to do. And a lot of people, man, they don't even want to admit that they have fear. It's an ego thing. 
you know, I'm not afraid. No, that person's stupid for posting every 10, 10 seconds about how big their biceps are. Maybe, hey, maybe it starts that way. Maybe they're just posting pictures of their ass. Maybe they're posting pictures of how big their arms are. Maybe it just starts there. And that's fine. Yeah. You know, and then, like I said, it morphs over time, especially if it's coming from your heart. That's yeah. the main thing, dude. If it's coming from like a soulful place and a place where you really feel that this information is going to provide people value, people realize that they see that, you know, people more or less see through the fakeness. And, yeah. um, you know, if, if it if it is like a if it's not a soulful or heartful message at first, it could develop into it if we keep going and you keep soul searching. So it's not the end of the road. There's always higher levels to this stuff there's higher levels to your creativity there's yeah. higher levels to your potential so to speak and uh if you have the courage to dive deep inward you'd be surprised at what type of content could come out of you from writing to video to uh to pictures to podcasts to anything man it's the 21st century you can do anything right now and and figure out a way to make micro content and figure out what platform it works for you there's so many avenues you just got to get down to the nitty-gritty plan it out take your now take an hour take two hours whatever it is and then do it day after day and learn to love the journey as gary v says yeah and i'm about to basically answer one of my own questions you know with sure. each podcast <laughs> we we have you know set questions to keep the flow going and sure. you know one of the ones that you kind of just answered right there right off the bat was how what advice would you give for kind of entry-level personal trainers? And I think that the answer is getting over your fears, you know, putting those aside and literally it, it, it's, it applies to almost anything, starting Huge. to exercise, starting a new career, it just takes that first step. So putting that fear aside and putting yourself out there, I think that is probably the best tip for personal trainers looking to utilize social media. Oh, for sure. And, and tell me, you, you never get scared anymore. No, you know, it's like, it's a, it's a flux, man. Like yeah. we have moments where we're really confident and, you know, uh, we feel really good about what we're doing. And then we have times where we're down on ourselves and it's this flux and it's handling that it's, mm -hmm. uh, it's analyzing yourself. It's, you know, maybe playing a little bit. It's, it's a combination of all these different things, but if you could, uh, take that piece of advice and get rid of the fear and uh, act with a, you know, a loving intention. I really believe that you attract the right people into your life. You attract the right jobs into your life. It's just the way yeah. it works. If you're putting out, you know, things that express ego and material or greed or power or any of this type of look at me, look at me, maybe vanity would be a good word. Mm -hmm. Then it, you know, it seeps through unless like you're super, you got a, you know, you're a super hot girl with a super hot ass that maybe not, <laughs> maybe you don't know exactly how to squat properly or lunge properly, but your ass looks good. And you put that ass in every single post, it's going to gain attention. It, it, maybe it will, maybe, maybe it doesn't. Uh, but at the same time, like th those people will fade away, you know? And like I said, the people that are coming from a truthful, honest place, they prevail. They keep going because they yeah. feel compelled to do it. So I would say that's the safest bet, too. It's just be true to yourself. Get over your fear. Be true to yourself. And if you take that piece of advice in all aspects of life, I really think results are going to be right behind it. The right oh, yeah. people are going to be there. And you're going to have a nice, fun career. You're going to have someone yeah. to lead on all the time. Yeah. And I think I'm trying to think of the program that I – 
put this next piece of information in, but I, I've wrote in blogs, courses about how utilizing social media could lead to different things. It could lead to different positions, opportunities for you within the fitness industry. And I was just talking with somebody today that they mentioned it's hard. It is a hard industry to stay in. People come from different aspects in their life and they enter the fitness industry and it's hard to stay in it. You know, sometimes you have multiple jobs, multiple revenue streams in order to make a living. Everybody wants to make you know money and stay within it, but that's often the issue we run into and learning social media can gain, can gain you those opportunities with myself and Kips and Kettlebell Concepts, the way that, um, you know, I learned those different platforms was just kind of similar to you, you know, looking at what's out there, what do I like, what don't I like, and eventually led to this podcast in order to increase viewership and audience and utilize those streams. But for you, did the podcast come first or second with your own podcast? So my podcast was the first thing that wow. I started. Yeah. I'll tell you, man, I was, so I've been, I was listening to first my fit, my first, uh, radio show that really got me hooked was, um, the herd with Callan Cowherd. Yeah. On, just watching him this morning on Fox sports. You know, he used to be on ESPN yep. and, uh, you know, I played college football, so I loved Colin's take on things and he was a one man show. And I loved how he was able to relate all sorts of things that were happening in sports with real life real type uh, analogies. And I thought it was really fascinating. I was like, wow, this guy is really intricate when it comes to his sports analogies. And then after a year or so of listening to him, I was like, I really don't care about sports that much. Like I was putting all this energy and time into the, the LeBron versus Michael Jordan uh, <laughs> conversation or, you know, who's the, you know, who's better Belichick or Brady and who, who, who who uh, was the main driver of all these championships. I started not to give a shit anymore. And then mm -hmm. um, started listening to Joe Rogan and Joe Rogan's uh, flux of conversations and, you know, his um, ability to just be extremely genuine and have different guests on. I was so, uh, I was so inspired and, and taken back by like, this is a thing. People actually just sit down and talk and it, it comes out, you know, this, amazing loving conversation that's really inspirational so after listening to a year or so of joe rogan i was like i can probably do this i was like i have great <laughs> conversations with people all the time you know i was a personal trainer i ended up being a high school teacher and, and soccer coach and i can't tell you how many countless conversations i would have with somebody where it was like really connected where if it was recorded maybe somebody can listen to that recording and be like oh i feel the exact same way and be uplifted from it mm -hmm. so i started this podcast with no intention i just wanted to uh have an excuse to sit down with my friends and talk you know i had friends that were uh, very into video editing and audio technician and like i i utilized their skills at the beginning and i was just like the personality really. And I would schedule guests and uh, we would talk for an hour and I really didn't even have topics. I would just uh, see what came out, honestly. And at the end of the day, I feel like that it for me was the, the best way to go about it because I, I got to see uh, what I authentically and genuinely like speaking about. Yeah. These, these same conversations kept reoccurring, fitness, business, mindset, optimization, balance, uh, harmony, friendship, culture, discipline, you know, all these things. And, um, 
I would say the podcast itself took me from the corporate academia world that I was in as a, as a, as a high school educator. And it took me out of that and it put me into this uh, entrepreneurship road again. You know, I started at, I started the entrepreneurship training route when I was 18 and I worked for uh, Bally Toll Fitness at the time. Now it's LA Fitness. But uh, after that, I went back into the, the high school. Or I went back, or not back into it, but I went into the field. And then I started my podcast because I basically got the job that I wanted to get. And I'm like, what's the next goal that I have? So I started the podcast week after week, and it slowly took me out of education, mainly because I, you know, rekindled all these other thoughts about, you know, training as a profession full time again. But another thing that was the, the, the a driver with the podcast is, and, and leaving academia was that I had this platform to speak nothing but truth. And uh, I kept thinking about, well, what if I say something bad and put my foot in my mouth where I lose my job as a teacher? Because, mm -hmm. man, nowadays, everyone's extremely sensitive. You say something with good intention, but it's taken out of context. Then you get reprimanded for some bullshit. So I'm not I don't like I didn't like living in that fear. You know, mm -hmm. I didn't want to uh, maybe make a comment about cannabis and, and its benefits and it get misconstrued and, uh, you know, lose my job. And I, again, I got people to support and people count on me. So I couldn't take that risk. And finally, when uh, the education uh, career, the uh, corporate academic job, so to speak, once that kind of fizzled away and it wasn't working out anymore, I just said, let's go all into this uh, brand building, this fitness building, this podcast uh, way of uh, entrepreneurship and building a revenue stream. And, uh, you know, I'm 110% in now speaking 110% open-minded truth coming from my soul, coming from my heart. The podcast has built up a network that is probably the most valuable thing. Having a network and then having a built up audience, that is, you know, you, you can't, there's no currency to exchange that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it, it takes time. And I, I would still say I'm nowhere near where I want to be. But little by little, man, you build up a, uh, a following. You build up an audience. And you send this message that has been consistent and it resonates with me. And I, I will also argue that all those factors have, eleva have elevated my consciousness, has elevated my emotion, has elevated more inspiration out of me to keep doing this because um, I just, I feel the energy reciprocating with, you know, the audience and my guests and it's contagious. And I've been yeah. doing this week after week for two and a half years, over 125 episodes on my, my personal podcast, not counting other people's podcasts that I've been on. Wow. And like, I'm having, I'm having such a fun time. It has opened up so many doors, man. I can't even explain to you. It's just, yeah. this is only, this is only the beginning. This is only the beginning. Yeah, I honestly I would have put money down that it was the other way around that you started the social media track right. and then started the podcast because I would say the steps that you gain from social media are probably a little bit easier than sure. starting a podcast. Sure. But sure. by putting yourself out there with the podcast, you know, that is a skill set in its own. Talking about Colin Cowherd, he yeah. I honestly get more respect from each time that I watch his show just because the ability to keep a conversation going with yourself. 
Oh, I know. He's the best at it, man. He is the best in the business. There are so many other clowns out there that have to rely on their shtick, whatever, like their mentality towards something or their crazy fandom for the Cowboys, a.k.a. Skip Bayless. They, you know, they <laughs> have to rely on some 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 BS when you got someone like Coward or Colin Coward. I don't want to call him a coward because he's not a coward, but uh, <laughs> he's somebody that, you know, is on his desk with the notes and he knows and you can hear it in his voice like, he knows how good of a show he puts on. And yeah. that's why he was able to make the switch from ESPN to Fox Sports so easily and still capture the audience uh, and keep an audience and grow the audience. And uh, yeah. he also does a good job of like growing people too. Like, I don't know if you know the analyst, Nick Wright, who's like, he's pretty big now. And mm -hmm. he got his start on Colin's show and Colin really uh, raised him, you know? And uh, that's another part of like elevated consciousness that I'm really attracted to is uh, building up the next generation of people and, and being a mentor. So now that I have some um, momentum underneath me as far as like the podcast and social media, my business and, and all that stuff, like I want to take as much experience as I've accumulated and give it to the next group of people and uh, teach them the ins and outs, what works, what doesn't work. And, uh, you know, just be somebody that uh, is willing to go the extra mile and help people out so that uh, they can be the best version of themselves and provide the best value to others that they can. Because it just, like I said earlier, it's a ripple effect. Yeah. And uh, you keep putting that positive vibe out there, you know, and indeed like a boomerang comes back to you. Yep. And, and although that's not entirely why I do it, um, it's just, it just feels amazing. You know, I know that I have a, uh, an impact on a cosmic scale. If there, that ripple effect indeed does go out and you uh, magnify it with a podcast and social media platform, cause you can get to people at scale. You can't yep. do that without it, you know? Yep. And I'm going to give a, away some tidbits for potentially personal trainers that go for it. Um, have probably thought about it and, you know, have not jumped on it just because with podcasts, first, let's go start with the network. So as you, you've interviewed how many people? Hundreds? Yeah, I did. A, I mean, I have a lot of like double guests, for example, uh, you know, maybe people that have been on the show five times or so, but I've done over 125 episodes. There we go. So we'll say over 125 episodes. And within each of those, what you're doing is bringing on a guest and hopefully attracting their audience mm -hmm. to your podcast. So in essence, it's almost free marketing, mm -hmm. getting customers that you've never had before in your pipeline, listening to your podcast, looking at your materials, potentially looking at your website and hopefully purchasing whatever it is that you're selling. Sure. So there's that benefit right there. Next is the link backs. If you are going on a podcast and hopefully the person that's hosting it is linking to your website, there is a positive link back to your website, which of course, everybody talks about SEO. They talk about uh, increasing their ranking within Google. That is one way to do it right there. It's one of the tips that I got last year in order to grow my Google ranking was to go on podcasts. It's a great way to tap into somebody else's market and therefore get, again, like I said, get their listeners, their viewers, whatever it is, looking at your content. So that's one great benefit that one another one that we've kind of talked about before is that content you're having that library of content that you can pull from now you can have a variety 
of content in order to pull from on a weekly basis. As I've mentioned before, and it's honestly something I think about is, okay, I need more content, I need more content. And you get to a point where, okay, I can go through my library, you said your database of content, pull from them in order to keep consistency on social media platforms. So you can have a workout video, you can have a clip from your podcast, you can have you doing, you know, whatever your hobby it is, you can have a great mixture. And there you go. Now you have your brand coming together for one goal in order to increase viewerships, get more customers, get more leads, whatever that might be. Those are the business benefits that you, th- you might not think about, but they're so great, the content, and then also on the analytic side as well. For sure, man. And like the, the micro content that you can chop up for an hour long podcast, you know, me and me and my uh, video guy, Jake, we talk about this all the time. You have an hour show and, you know, let's take this one, for example, we'll probably have like 12 to 15, 30 second sound clips that you can use for an Instagram post or yep. an Instagram story, or, you know, you just have like a solid photo with an audio in the background. Like those yep. are very popular too, because people listen to that as well. And there's just so many different ways that you can go with it. You can't really go wrong. You know, you just get as much experience as possible. The more you do it, you know, you feel maybe a little bit more confident in your ability to speak. And I'll I'll still say this, man. I there are things that I say on podcasts subconsciously that I'm I'm just like, why why do I keep saying that? You learn so much about yourself. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And if you're willing to be open about it and not be so serious and, you know, you could really learn so much about yourself and uh, change, grow, yeah. optimize, morph into this new version of you that feels incredible. Yeah. And you can just keep going and it, it never ends. There's always next levels that you can jump. And I really want to throw out the fact that uh, the podcast is such a huge, like it's such a big networking piece that we don't even understand while it's happening. You know, part of training is building relationships with clients. Yep. Right. You and I podcasted one time before this, but we message back and forth. We exchange text messages. We'll call once in a while. If there's something that I, that you, that you do really well, that I have a question about, I call and vice versa. And what, Mm -hmm. what happens over time? A relationship is formed. Boom. That's the biggest piece of value that you can have. Like if you're good at building relationships with clients as a trainer, you will automatically be good at building relationships with guests over podcasts and there you go that's other doors opening in the future that you don't even conceive of in that moment and you do that 50 times over a year and there are these all these doors out there in the ether that are potentially open for you that you don't really know yet until you can go out there and build these relationships sustain them and water them and keep going it's, it's just an amazing piece that I don't think enough people think about enough. Great point. Really great point right, right there. And I, it really even tags along with the point you made earlier about fear with getting guests on your podcast. You're putting yourself out there for that yeah. person. You're trying to give hopefully somebody that is known for something, somebody that has a different audience and you're putting yourself out there in order to get them on your podcast. Sure. And you're by taking those steps, you're hopefully open, just how you said, opening doors for yourself in the future. Really, 
really great point right there for sure and who knows like who you might even encounter too like i dream big like i want to i want to interview joe rogan one day you know i got to interview paul check who's uh, a wizard on so many different levels and just to kind of be in the vicinity of them whether it's remote podcasts or in person it's like holy shit i got to interview paul check the amount of and we're, we're, we're reaching trainers here. Like Paul check is a practitioner on so many different levels and just having a conversation with him for an hour and 15 minutes, it elevated my stature as a trainer, as a practitioner. It's like, Whoa, I just got to pick the brain of a, of a master. And, yeah. uh, like I could utilize that information on, you know, on my day to day now, you know? Yeah. And, um, who knows who you're, you'll be able to interview and you get good at reaching out to people, writing good emails, scheduling, it forces you to be more organized. And all those skills are transitional back to your like actual local fitness business. You got to schedule, you got to keep track of sessions. You got to resign people. You have to get new leads and and keep them happy. And you want to make sure that you're getting referrals from them. So you put a referral system in place and all these things got to be built upon one another. It's all transitional information it's all transitional uh type skills and characteristics that you could kind of keep in your toolbox and utilize in all different formats of your business great points really great points and to kind of laugh at before we get to the podcast takeaways is that elevating yourself for certain podcasts i just had that recently and just how you do with paul check i had somebody by the name of dr len krevitz he's a pioneer in the fitness industry in terms of creating research for fitness professionals. And even though, you know, I'm working on my PhD, this guy is an established, you know, PhD, tons of research. And I felt like I had to elevate my game, which yeah. is only about self-improvement. Self-improvement in comes in many ways. It's not just, you know, learning about certain topics. It's when you get those opportunities, taking them. For sure, man. I'm a firm believer believer in uh, energy. Everything yeah. is energy. And people, um, they give off a certain energy, vibration, frequency that you, uh, you take in from. Or, you know, maybe that person's energy kind of dims your energy a little bit because that's possible too. But more times mm-hmm. than not, if you're putting out a truthful, positive, uplifting message, you attract that energy back, right? Like how you and I kind of have kept in contact and creating this this awesome content now you take in that person's energy when you're sitting with them whether it's remote or in person and yeah you don't even realize how much elevation you're getting until the next couple days i do this thing called weekend wednesday where i keep a day in the middle of the week uh very light when it comes to work so that i could let all of my ideas and everything kind of like rise to the top after a couple days of intermingling energy with so many different people, whether it's training sessions, group classes, workshops, or podcasts, or even just like doing social media every single day. And like that requires energy. You're intertangling with a lot of people's energy. And uh, when I do my weekend Wednesday, or I take a day in the middle of the week to let my ideas and everything rise to the top, I really feel how other people have positively impacted me. You know what I'm saying? And I'm more yeah. in tune with that. And I'm way more in tune with keeping those types of people and endeavors more prevalent in my life and eliminating that shit that brings me down. I'm way more aware of what is what. And these yeah. are all skills that I've built up through this process that we've been talking about. Good stuff. Good stuff right there. So right now, let's get to the podcast takeaways. Uh, audience, as a reminder, this is the part of the podcast where the guest 
we'll talk about hopefully something you can go home and apply right away. Um, as mentioned, Danny has a podcast that has, what'd you say? 125, 120? Yeah. 125 episodes. I just launched the 125th episode today, but I have wow. episode 126, 127 already recorded and I'm doing another one tomorrow in Orlando. So like I always wow. do them. I always have them on cue and then I'll release one a week minimum. Sometimes I'll do two or three if I'm feeling super saucy. Uh, but I like to keep it pretty much once a week. I'm, I can't do Rogan. I mean, eventually I want to be on Rogan's level and just have a sweet studio where I'm inviting all these A-listers in my office, in my studio, and we're just shooting the shit. And that's what it becomes. Like, I want that to be my main source of work eventually. And mm -hmm. it will be. If I condition my brain enough to get there, it's going to happen. Like, I'm that type of person. I just uh, I condition my brain to think and feel how I want to exhibit my reality. And little by little, I, I make it happen. That's just, that's just what my, my shtick has been these last, I mean, I would say within this last year, really, now that I've manifested this reality of this work that I've been doing, I want to get to that level eventually. And that's going to require a lot of time and practice. But uh, right now, yeah, 125 episodes have been launched. Yeah. Dang. Big stuff right there. So if you've thought about starting a podcast, you know, we already talked about the benefits on multiple levels and how you could benefit your business, whether it's personal training or it's education or it's a global brand that you're doing. So right now, Danny's going to take over and he's going to talk about the process of starting a podcast. Before you jump in, there was actually a recent quote that I listened to. It was, I randomly started watching a documentary on I think it was on Amazon Prime and it was funny enough it was talking about ramen and it was <laughs> it was going to go to the I think top 5 ramen restaurants in Japan and one of the chefs he was talking about trade secrets and this guy I think 3 years in a row won the best ramen in Japan and what he said was people that have trade secrets and don't want to give them away it's probably because it's the same stuff it's the same thing and you know, he is more than fine with sharing his recipe that is won awards because he knows there's there's nothing special about it. It's the process of making it. And so the reason I bring that up is that these steps, you know, these are out there. These are, you know, these creating a podcast, those things are out there. But right now you're going to share your own aspect and your own, I'll say, flavor on how you made your sure. podcast. Yeah, man. Uh like I said earlier, I started the podcast. That was the first thing that kind of got me out there. It was, it was a podcast called Donnie and the Machine that morphed into the Danny Cola podcast, which is my self-brand, which is going to morph again as my, my brand changes and I have to make moves to figure out how I want to keep delivering my message and in what style. Like This is all part of the process. And um, you really just – listen, dude, I felt called to doing it. And it is literally as simple as using your iPhone, getting the Anchor app, pushing record, have a guest, do a solo podcast, take some notes. However you, are, you feel called to do it, you do it. Whether that's, I want again, sometimes I've done solo podcasts where I've had a handful of notes that I wanted to just rant about. And those podcasts have come out good. Other times I've, you know, for example, the Paul Check podcast, I just reached out to his people and I was, you know, persistent and consistent about it. You know, 
maybe once every two weeks, I would shoot out an email and maybe I would go to the, the Facebook messenger or an instant messenger on um, Instagram. And I would reach out for those bigger guests and lo and behold, boom, I sometimes I schedule them and listen, it just, it just morphs over time. So I would say consistency is huge. Just put out the product every week. Don't think so much about it. The people will tell you what's shitty. If your audio sucks, that's fine. Keep doing it and learn to adjust the audio as you go. Editing podcasts, it takes me a while still. And mm-hmm. I would say that I'm not the most technologically savvy, but I'm learning. You know, I yep. use different programs and it, I'm forced to learn about myself. I'm forced to uh, uncover some of these lazy little shit qualities that I have that are like ingrained and programmed into my system that, uh, that are, you know, dying to get untangled and and programmed with new bits of information on how to go about this better. And that, that, that's really what this is. It's, it's, it's trial and error. It's going and going and, uh, being consistent schedule. Just, I would, it's simple as writing down on, on a Wednesday. I have a podcast at 7 PM with this person show up. You know, my parents taught me a very valuable lesson. When you have to be somewhere, show up. Don't make yeah. bullshit excuses. You know, you can make any excuse that you want. And I've been there too. Believe me. I think we've all been there. It's like, I can't do this because I'm sick. You know, a lot, of, a lot of situations are in life are, are what you tell yourself. And uh, if, if you tell yourself at 7 p.m. you're doing a podcast with your friend, even if it's with your friend, because my first 10 podcasts were with my best friends and we were just shooting the shit and then it started migrating. You know, I'm telling you, these things morph. So start it at the very least. Start it. Have uh, something that you're passionate about. And maybe you don't know what that is. Just start talking. And uh, like, if you want to go into something a little bit more of a specific thing, that's fine too. If it's just a fitness podcast targeted towards personal trainers, great. Outline what you want to say. I think outlining is also very productive. If you have a couple of talking points, you know, two, three, four different talking points, you see how fast little tangents and sidetracks start to happen. But this way you could kind of always use your note sheet or your talking points as a reference and kind of can go back to that every time and you know, these are the types of things that you learn with years of doing it and weeks of doing it and, you know, experience really. Yeah. And next thing you know, you know, you get guys that want you on their podcast and uh, you start dreaming bigger and thinking bigger and different ways of rebranding it. And it's the beauty of life. You know, things don't stay stagnant. They grow and they morph with you. I would say your external reality, your Newtonian world is just a reflection of what's going on inside at the end of the day. So my podcast, what you see, my content is a reflection of my inward self. And I work on this shit every single day with meditation, with journaling, with steel mace flow, with kettlebell flow, with uh, connecting with my clients and my groups and my online people and my podcast. Like I'm so fulfilled. I started my day this morning at 4 a.m. It's 4 p.m. right now, and I'm not going to say it was the easiest day, but it was a day filled with things that I created nonetheless, and uh, it's just super fulfilling, and I have tons of energy, and when this is over, I'm going to you know, uh, take a load off. I'll probably smoke a joint. I'm going to hang out with my, my video guy, maybe hang out with my wife, 
and just enjoy the rest of the night. Prepare for my trip tomorrow. And uh, like, it's just honestly, man, it's a joy. I love doing what I'm doing. And, um, you know, podcasting is, it's not for everybody, but if you are a fitness person looking to get clients, keep clients, maintain relationships, grow your personal brand, your grow, grow your personal brand, grow your business. It's something that I highly, highly, highly recommend because you don't know if it'll take you to Gary V. Like eventually it could take you to Gary V. It could take you to Joe Rogan. It took me to Paul check and that's just the beginning, you know, and uh, it's taken me to a lot more uh, people that are going to introduce me to other people that I can do workshops with and, yep. you know, connect with different people in this part of the world and new relationships are formed. God only knows you can't, we can't really know what's going to happen, but I do love working from this unknown. And, uh, it's a beautiful thing because it's, it's keeping me in contact with a lot of other people at the end of the day, Tyler, are, we're all more alike than we are different. And this podcast is teaching me that human beings we all need one another. And as divided as the media portrays us, it's not the same. I've, I've talking to pe- talking, talked to people all over the world. We all want love. We all want to be accepted. We, want to ex- we all want to express creativity. We all want to heal. And um, that's what this podcast is showing me. And that's the, the bigger thing on top of helping me maintain and build a business. Yeah. And, you know, I'll say that from what I actually learned from you was the software. You know, when we did our first uh, recording and when we met, I utilized Zencaster, Zencaster and we tried. Yeah. We actually had a uh, issue with Zencaster today, but you know, it's a learning experience and you've evolved since then sure. and are now us- utilizing Zoom. But I see could uh, because even though this is an audio podcast, I'm looking at you on my screen and we both have a blue Yeti <laughs> microphone. <laughs> Hell yeah. What color is yours? I have the silver one. Nice. Yeah. No, the, the, and that's another thing, you know, if people are interested in starting a podcast, I would say the blue Yeti microphone is awesome for even portable uh, podcasts. So like I have my own studio here in my home, but I do remote podcasts all over the place. Like, uh, in next week I'm going to, uh, on your mark, it's a gym on the West side. And I'm going to speak with a Nike master trainer at her gym, you know, at her table, we're going to get awesome footage. I can just bring the blue Yeti mic, put it on yep. the feature that is able to capture audio from, you know, all over the room and boom, you get a really good sounding quality podcast. And that's another way to make connections. Like I, I met that person at a workshop and I actually, here's a funny story. I went to the uh, Eric Leha and Francesca Martinez workshop at On Your Mark. They did a traveling workshop in Chicago. I was like, you know what? Let's go. Let's go network at, at a workshop. I, I've, I've had Eric and Francesca on my podcast a couple of times. And I was like, I got to go support them. And, and uh, maybe at a workshop, I'm going to meet some people. Next thing you know, I meet the owner. We do a podcast. Next thing you know, I'm doing a workshop at her gym. Next thing you know, we creating a relationship. We're doing more things like this is how shit works. And if you're open to that, the sky's the limit. Yeah. And it's as easy as like, as you know, purchasing one, one microphone, one subscription to a uh, podcast software. And now you're networking. Now you're creating these valuable um, opportunities for yourself and growing your business that easy. That easy. And and there's a lot of internal struggle. 
You know, yeah. <laughs> it's not like all sunshines and rainbows. I can't, you know, sometimes I do my pre-rolls, my podcast, and I'll record them like 17 times and be like, what am I doing? I can't <laughs> find the right words to articulate what I'm trying to say here. And, you know, that's part of it too. But whatever, we have clean water. We're in a nice, you know, I got a nice home. I got the right people around me and life is good. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I'm, I'm blessed, man. I'm really grateful for what I'm doing. And, um, I love, I love every day I wake up every day and I'm, I'm filled with, uh, I'm filled with a ton of loving energy, man. I don't know what else to say. I don't know how else I could articulate it, but I'm filled. I'm filled to the brim every single day. And I just want to give out I feel obligated to give out this information and hopefully inspire people to just do the same thing and, and whatever it is that there is that, that is their pure potential. Like it doesn't have to be what we're doing necessarily. Mm -hmm. uh, people are going to put their own flavor on it. And I think that's the most beautiful thing and more power to anybody looking to take the journey because the journey is the key, the power of now. It's all one eternal now, man. And we can't look and say, oh, I can't wait till I'm 200 episodes in or I get 50,000 views or listens to podcasts. We can't go there. We're going to self-destruct. Yeah. One day at a time, one podcast at a time, one listen at a time. Yes. Build your skyscraper one brick at a time and let it just go. Let it water it every single day and uh, you'll see what it can turn into. Like I said, sky's the limit, man. Great note to end on right there. Really great note. The consistency factor is huge. And as fitness professionals, we, we know that. We know that exercise consistently is the key to health. Mm -hmm. And it goes with other things in your life, whether it's consistently doing social media, consistently doing your podcast. Those things take time. It's not the short game. It's the long game that's going to create those long-lasting results, whether it's sure. fitness or leads or customers for you for your business and yeah ultimately sure. hopefully create the life the career that you want and i think that you know after this podcast we talked about so many great things for personal trainers to or group exercise instructors or strength coaches that are you know looking to start social media and hopefully they see that it's putting yourself out there it's getting past that that fear and being willing to learn something new if you don't have that skill set yet, because you will make those mistakes. You will run in it, into issues um, that might want to delay the start of it, but you just keep at it. And they get, I think anybody in the fitness, fitness uh, profession will, will know that. They know that you have those setbacks with health and sure. applying that over to social media podcasting is only going to help you grow. Definitely, man. And uh, let me say uh, a huge thank you to you and giving me this platform and, and conversing with, with the guy like you, because uh, every time we get connected, I always take in a, a ton of good energy and I learn a handful of things and uh, you inspire me to keep doing this, this uh, thing that I'm doing and uh, this journey that I'm on. You're just a, an example of what happens when you stay consistent on this, this grind and, uh, you know, putting out valuable information for people so that they can grasp onto and, and build their own little nest and uh, grow their own people and grow their own community. I think it's the most beautiful thing about the internet. You know, we all can connect. Uh, I think it, it's kind of crazy because, you know, you got connective tissue, you got the cosmos, you got mycelium, you got the internet. They're all connectors. Mm -hmm. And human beings, when we connect people together through, uh, you know, 
uh, a podcast or a workshop or a course or whatever, these are the most beautiful things about life, connecting one another and uh, all, all growing as one, man. I, I know it gets, I get a little spiritual and hippy dippy, but like I said, <laughs> I put so much authenticity into this and these are just the words that come up. And this is just the information that I've, uh, I've naturally went out and seek, you know, it's, it's amazing. You'll, you'll find that these things in social media, they, people want to always put so much blame on social media that, oh, it's so negative and this and that. Social media has, has exposed our behavior. Yep. It's exposed our realness or it exposes our traumas, you know, and we talked about ego. We talked about a lot of ego in the fitness world. People have high ego and they don't want to admit where they might have big pieces of trauma, micro traumas. And, and all that, because that plays a, a role in how we behave, how we think, and how we uh, move forward in this life, man. All good stuff right there. So yeah, thank you so much for the platform. You're the man. For sure, for sure. Well, Danny, before we jump off, can you share with the audience um, your social media channels, uh, the name of your podcast, and where they can find information about it? Definitely. So uh, you can find me on Instagram the most easily at Danny Cola Fitness. There, uh, I post videos of uh, primarily unconventional fitness uh, protocols, so steel mace flows, steel mace movement patterns, kettlebell movement patterns, body weights. Um, I'll do a lot of like mobility and stretching. It's my main. It's my main thing. You know, in the morning when I when I wake up, as I take the, those protocols. Uh, you know, I take my clients to those protocols. So Danny Cola Fitness on Instagram. And my podcast is called The Danny Cola Podcast on all platforms that uh, uh, have podcasts. So make sure to hit the subscribe button. But uh, by the time you might be listening to this, maybe not, uh, it will be called High Potential. So my podcast is going to go through a rebrand called High Potential with Danny Cola. But right now it's the Danny Cola podcast, depending on when you're listening to this. Maybe you're listening to this in 2022 in the future <laughs> from the time we're recording this. Uh, and that's the, another beauty of this. It's always out there and you can always go back and reflect on what your past self was like, which is also very interesting when you're a new grown human being. Um, but yeah, the Danny Cola podcast or High Potential with Danny Cola. There, I have guests on my show uh, from all over, different uh, fitness professionals, uh, athletes, people in business, and we talk about uh, different types of uh, protocols for optimization, balance, mindset, nutrition, uh, connecting to source, things like that. And uh, that's yeah, that's that. So hopefully you you subscribe to that. And if your your listeners like what they hear, they can uh, reach out to me. And uh, usually I, I get back to almost everyone who DMs me. So awesome, I'm awesome. Do you, have, that. do you have any upcoming events, workshops, anything like that? So I uh, ju it's just it's final that I will be doing the Manimal training camp in upstate New York. I'll be one of the instructors. So John Ma the Manimal Beneducci is a Bellator MMA fighter. And he does a weekend-long training camp for some of his clients and different pro fighters. And I'm going to be doing a steel mace workshop at the uh, weekend event, which I'm really stoked for. And uh, that's the only thing on paper right now. Uh, I will have a handful of other workshops in the Chicagoland area coming up. Uh, probably in March, April, and then I'll have some stuff going on at the end of the year, but it's all like in the air right now. Nothing on paper yet. 
All good. All good stuff. Well, thank you again for coming on the podcast. Listeners, we hope you enjoyed and got something that you can immediately take away, apply in your business and grow from there. For sure. Uh, Tyler, thank you so much, man. I really appreciate your time. Boom. All done. And that was the podcast, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Tyler is an amazing guy. Every time I talk to him, I get inspired to do more shit that pertains to my fitness business and building my brand. It's been an interesting journey and uh, it's just, it's teaching me a lot about myself and how I interact with people, how to interact with your environment and understand energy. I heard this the other day on a podcast or a show, something that I was listening to, I can't remember what, but if you go on the hero's journey, be prepared for a spiritual journey as well because you're going to be forced to look inward. There's going to be a lot of negative shit. There's going to be a lot of distraction pulling you in a lot of different ways. But uh, this journey is teaching me to follow my heart, stay true to my word, and stay true to uh, adding value to people's lives so that we can just develop a better existence and being for more and more people, right? Like I think we're all in this together. I started this podcast saying hashtag team human. And I didn't necessarily know what I wanted to um, direct conversation about, but I guess it keeps happening that I'm, I want to direct the conversation about how we could optimize our physical and mental states so that we could create and heal for the better of humanity, right? And look to uh, this podcast for guests that are going to have a message that is along those lines. We are all creating something or adding value to the world that has something to do around those things. And it's interested, I mean, it's, it's, I'm interested in taking in some of that energy from a different people and their own perspective so that I could, again, pertain it to me and my shtick. And this is why I'm putting this out there so that you can take this information and pertain it to whatever it is that your shtick is. Hopefully, it helps you in that positive way. So, check out my Instagram at Danny Cole Fitness. Let's connect there and uh, check out my Instagram. I already said that. Check out my website, dannycolefitness.com. There is a Steel Mace 101 90 minute workshop at Forza Training in Oak Lawn. That will be March 14th at 9 30 a.m. Tickets are going to be $50. So, hope to see you there if you're interested in learning any more about the Steel Mace. That's it, everybody. All love. Peace.